Let's do it. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Friday, April 3rd. Here's what you missed while you were trying to figure out that Joanne Fabrics pattern for cutting your own masks at home. And so we begin with the masks. Let's just dive right into this because it was just last month we were being told masks are only necessary for emergency staff and essential workers. The rest of us should be fine. Masks don't even protect you from getting the disease unless, of course, you have a super N95 mask, then it's helpful. But you can only use those for a limited time before you have to put it back in the oven and bake the germs off. But the rest of us, no masks needed, right? So why is everyone in Asian Pacific countries wearing masks daily? Why are they wearing them all over Europe? But the CDC is still saying so far, unnecessary. I mean, some of it has to do with the cavalier attitude of the podium pressers. I mean, if we continue to treat this like it's not a big deal solely to keep the markets invisibly afloat, maybe people will be okay. Obviously, that's a false hope. And honestly, the market sees right through that. Hence, the tumultuous times that we're seeing on Wall Street. But then, what's the deal with these masks? Why is the CDC wavering here? Well, some of it has to do with the thought that People will stop distancing themselves if everyone has a mask on. They'll get more comfortable and thinking that they're safe. So what do these masks do if they're not quote unquote safe? Technically, the idea is to help prevent transmission. If you're already sick, you should definitely have a mask on, whether it's the Rona or not. But the bigger deal is if you go out in public and you're not sick, you could possibly be asymptomatic. You could be carrying the disease on you now and not know it walk into a Wegmans or a Harris Teeter or Publix and get other people sick. So now it's starting to look like it's time we all wear masks when stepping out into the street. They don't have to be N95 masks, although those are preferred. But even a standard surgical covering can help control this pandemic and slow things down even further. If you don't have access to any currently, there are guidelines available online for cutting and sewing your own or at the bare minimum, use a handkerchief or other scarf to cover your face. It would probably help if we weren't shipping hundreds of millions of masks away to foreign countries. Yeah, since roughly 280 million masks in warehouses around the U.S. were purchased by foreign buyers this past Monday alone according to Forbes. A FEMA spokesperson said the agency has not actively encouraged or discouraged U.S. companies from exporting overseas. Oh, boy. And of course, remember, if you leave the house, wash your hands as soon as you return and wipe anything down you touched outside, including your phones, keys, doorknobs, etc. Listen, we'll get through this together, y'all. And while we're talking some Rona stuff, here's some surprising news. Those hospital ships that have come to New York City and L.A., I don't know what the heck they're being used for. See, the one in New York has only 20 patients and the one in LA, 15. W why? Well, we told you before that they're only here to help with overload on the hospitals, not treating patients with the vid. But there's also another laundry list of 49 other conditions they're not allowed to treat. And ambulances can't take patients directly to the USNS Comfort. They must first deliver patients to a city hospital for a lengthy evaluation, including a test for the virus, and then pick them up again for transport to the ship. I mean, I get it. 
But this turns that whole hospital ship thing into a PR stunt more than anything meaningful to the people of New York or L.A. Doctors are already calling it an absolute joke. Quoting the New York Times, at the same time, there is not a high volume of non-coronavirus patients. Because most New Yorkers have isolated themselves in their homes, there are fewer injuries from car accidents, gunshots, and construction accidents that would require an emergency room visit. Ultimately, Mr. Dowling and others said, if the comfort refuses to take COVID patients, there are few patients to send. And given the pernicious spread of the disease in New York City, where nearly 50,000 were infected as of Thursday, dividing patients into those who have it and those who do not is pointless, he said. The solution was to open the comfort to patients with COVID-19. It's pretty ridiculous, he said. If you're not going to help us with the people we need help with, what's the purpose? Guess we'll have to wait and see what happens here. And here's some more surprising news. So surprising, I decided to make this its own segment. So Mr. President-in-Chief Trumpito is now kind of in support of Medicare for all? Wait, what? Yeah, check this. The guy who's been trying to dismantle the Affordable Care Act and kick 10 million people off the Obamacare exchange plans, who also this week did not allow for those ACA exchanges to reopen for people without insurance? Well, yesterday, his little buddy Pence was asked a question by Fox News' own John Roberts. There will be people who don't have insurance who get sick before any of these mitigation efforts are put into place, Roberts said. And without opening the healthcare exchanges, where can they find insurance? People who aren't insured by these companies that are covering the cost of the copays, where can people go now to get health insurance if they get before they get sick? Pence dodged the question, as you would expect, but then something happened. Trump stepped in and said, It doesn't seem fair that so many Americans can't afford to purchase insurance but don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid, appearing to suggest. Those programs could be expanded to include more people. Quote, John, I think it's a very fair question, though, and it's something we're really going to look at because it doesn't seem fair, Trump said. If you have it, you have a big advantage. And at a certain income level, you do. He continued, I think it's one of the greatest answers I've ever heard because Mike was able to speak for five minutes and not even touch your question. I said, that's what you call a great professional, end quote. So in one sentence, he suggested that people without health insurance should have access to health care because that's not fair. And then in the next statement, he praises Mike Pence's ability to dodge a question for five minutes. And then he actually tried to make it seem like the Democrats haven't looked at or talked at all about covering health care costs for the uninsured Democrats. <laughs> He said the other group hasn't even spoken about it. What planet does this guy live on? This is our leadership, people. Please vote in November. This one's quick, but Tesla is still doing it. Or at least last quarter, they were still doing it. They reported yesterday that in Q1, they beat their own record and pushed out 100,000 cars and delivered 88,000 of those to customers. Mostly Model 3s, although the Model Y has started to ship as well. Those two are actually 85% of the vehicles that they've built. So good thing they did so well in Q1 since they're closed now and probably won't start making new cars for about 30 days or so. Their stock shot up about 19% on this news and as of today they're still up another five percent i'd never bet against elon he 
keeping this show a little on the financial side of things. We talked about WeWork before, and now I'm starting to believe I don't think they're going to survive. See, SoftBank announced yesterday that while they're still committed to the success of WeWork, that $3 billion stock buyback plan that they had last year to help inject funds into the company, well, they withdrew. From their statement, the tender offer closing was conditioned on the satisfaction of certain closing conditions the parties agreed to in November of last year for SoftBank's protection. Several of those conditions were not met, leaving SoftBank no choice but to terminate the tender offer. So what were those conditions WeWork has failed to meet? How's these five for you? The failure to obtain the necessary antitrust approvals by April 1st. The failure to sign and close the roll-up of the China joint venture by April 1st. The failure to close the roll-up of the Asia joint venture by April 1st. The existence of multiple new and significant pending criminal and civil investigations that have begun since the MTA was signed in October 2019, in which authorities have requested information regarding, among other things, WeWork's financial activities, communications with investors, business dealings with former CEO Adam Neumann, operations, and financial conditions. The existence of multiple new actions by governments around the world related to COVID-19 imposing restrictions against rework and its operations. So suffice to say, ousted former CEO Adam Neumann won't be getting those billion dollars he was expecting. Tough cookies there. And honestly, I just can't see WeWork continuing for long without SoftBank money. Masayoshi-san, don't know what you were thinking before, but tighten up those purse strings, buddy. Okay, I'm going to leave you guys with one last good story, one that means more to me as an engineer in my day job. See, there's a company called Bloom Energy in San Jose, California, and they make fuel cells. And California currently has a bunch of broken ventilators, and they put out a request for companies that could fix them. So the CEO of Bloom Energy called up this engineer, Joe Tavi, and asked if they could do it. Can they meet the challenge? Now, he grew up kind of like me taking apart the family vacuum cleaner to see if he could put it back together. I did that to so many things, and I got in trouble for a lot of it too. But I always got it back together most of the time. Anyways, he said that he would sleep on it, but he didn't. Instead, he made a pot of coffee, downloaded the 300-plus page manual, and by 4.45 in the morning, he called his boss again. We can do this. We won't be able to do it if we don't try. Since then company that knew nothing about ventilators has already fixed more than 500 of them. Now, it's definitely a far cry from the 10,000 that they may need in California, but 500 working ventilators saving 500 lives is nothing to discount. So for today's kudos, I want to shout you out, Joe Tavi. Kudos to you, fine sir. My beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. So one of the things I wanted to do today, got to give credit where credit is due. The New England Patriots delivered over a million masks directly from China to Massachusetts, right on the Patriot plane. I mean, I guess it's better that it's used for delivering medical supplies than carrying camera crews to other teams' practice facilities. I kid, I kid, I kid. Anyways, good on them for producing. And lastly, you guys, it's the weekend, y'all. What's your plans? I'd love to hear from you what you're trying to get done during these lockdowns. You going for a hike? Remember those six feet distancing rules. Whatever it is that you're doing, I'd love to hear from you guys. Shoot me a message. Give me some ideas for what I could possibly do this weekend. But as always, remember to stay focused, proud, and dedicated. 
make it count this weekend and we'll make it count again next week. I got you with the news.